Okay, so it's a very good question, and a Yesoidistic, a fundamental question. The question is, we are Chabad, and to us shaving is very, very bad. Our son shaves, should we buy him a shaver? Hayais, that the whole TP is to fix the piece of the child that feels abandoned, that we don't approve of you, and that we don't support you, we don't accept you. Al-Hanar hazel loy hispalalti, and we do the bomb specifically in that area. It's like radiation heat therapy, specifically in the darkness of what they're doing wrong, which is why it's so controversial and so misunderstood. Of course, every single thing we do that goes against the Torah, halacha, seems to, we always ask a rav first. And for sure, for pikuach nefesh, there's no problem. But even not pikuach nefesh, we have big gedolim like Reb Gershon Edelstein and many, many poiskim from Satmar and from Lubavitch, from everywhere, that says that there's no iser to buy, let's say, a mini skirt for a child, and she's going to feel like I chaba tate, chaba mama, I have a mother, I have a father, as opposed to those kids that the parents say, how could I, I'm not going to support bad behavior, which sounds so good, but it doesn't work on these kids. So they walk around for years that not only they lost their life because of pain and trauma that other people did to them, and they lost their simchas hachayim, and they lost their future, they don't think they're ever going to get married, and they lost their relationship with Hashem. On top of that, I'm on my own, my parents don't accept me. I have to fend for myself. I have to find some boyfriend who's going to give me money for clothing because the clothing that my parents will buy me, I won't wear. And the clothing that I wear, they won't buy me. And TP reverses all of that in order not to just stam supply bed, in order to have the nafshik shura benafshay, the intense NKN level that only TP parents have. And it's so pashit. People for years do the other way, and they get nowhere. They also be other. It just doesn't work. And mamish, we have people who trained last week, and they mamish saving their kids. They get hugs that they haven't gotten in years. And yes, that's the medicine that the kid doesn't feel falayrin, boys and girls, and especially the girls. And that saves them and saves them and gives them the emotional energy to fight their battles that they're going to have to fight. Nebuch, the addiction, the cutting, the eating disorders. Nebuch, because of other people that stab them and they're stuck with all this pain and you flood their life and their mind with pleasure. So that kid who feels supported will go on a trip with a tati and a mommy. Before TP, everybody says, nah, my kid's never going to go with me. It's not cool to go with your parents. Who goes with their parents? No. The kid will never go with me. Look at the pictures on the chat of parents much older than the kid. Most parents are usually older than the kid, but even way older, and even very from, and very, very yeshivish, yeshidish, whatever it is. And the kid will, will eventually, once you give them the same pure acceptance as the guys on the street do, they will go with you. They would rather spend time and be in your presence getting loved in their nefesh, they feel good, rather than spending time with their friends and they feel rotten. And this is a tipi chiddush that can only be proven because of facts. We have nisayin machiach, we have hundreds of parents. And they all said, the kid will never spend time with me, the kid will never live home, the kid will never move back home. Our 99% of our kids are home, and that's where they eat much more kosher, because they're eating at home, and that's where they do much less avarice, because they're home, and that's when they heal, and after they heal, they want to be like us because you were there for me when I wasn't even there for myself. I didn't believe in myself and you believed in me. Right? That's the whole tipul. It's a treatment method. It doesn't come from the Goyesha concept. You have to respect your children no matter what they do. You have to have unconditional love. Your child can choose anything. No. The child is chayla. You have to heal them. 
and the child is chaylo bebechinas ruchni. You have to heal them. You want to see nachas from them. You want to, They were ripped away from the Yiddish Aveg, off the derech, and you want to pull them back on. How does it work? With love, with tamicha, with support, with acceptance, with hugs. And our kids, our TP kids will hug you when you support them. And the other people are not getting that. They're missing the boat. They're trying all kinds of things that don't work. Talking to the kids, making rules with the kids. We give up on all of that. And then the kids embrace on themselves more rules than anybody ever dreamed. As soon as they're healthy enough to. And sometimes it's right away. And sometimes we wait. But it's always going to work. Always somebody who feels respected and supported as they are. And unfortunately, you ended up in a matzah that your kid is not sanua, and your kid is not from, and your kid is not shayma shabbos, and your kid is shaving, and your kid is not doing all the things that you want. That's the reality. But you can heal that. That's what the Baal Shem Tov said. The only medicine, lehoiv oisam biyoiser. It's not just love, it's biyoiser. Figure out what that means. It's a chemo treatment, a treatment method of love, a microwave of love. That's what works. Not the regular love you have for your other kids. They're not struggling to stay alive. They're not struggling to end up in Elam Haba. These kids are floating away in the abyss, in an ocean, in an endless ocean, and you're on the boat. You throw out a rope and you connect to that kid. And the way to connect the kids is by saying, I accept you. And the riot that I accept you, the proof for your nefesh to believe that you really accepted l'chatchila, is I'm buying you that thing that I didn't approve of, that goes against me. Of course, again, you have to ask your rav. And the rabbanam understand. I've never once had a rav that spoke to me together with the parents when we laid out the true situation of the child that said an idea that I had was not leiskahalton. This other rabbanam that never met me, don't speak to me, don't understand, didn't interview the parents, didn't look at the success, and they're saying, no, you can't do this crazy. No, that's not crazy. The medicine is not crazy. The matziv is crazy. The sickness is crazy. Having children traumatized is crazy. Having children abused is crazy. Having kids leave the path of the family, that sour of the parents, that's what's crazy. It's like saying, chemo, it's poison. You can't do such a thing. It's crazy. It's the only thing to kill the cancer. Hello? It's the only chance to kill the cancer. Over here also, it's tmicha. It's acceptance. Rabbeinu B'chaya says he did this to teach them a lesson that even though even though you sinned I didn't budge from loving you why couldn't he just say why couldn't he just say it why did he have to make them leather garments that they only needed because they sinned the pshat is pashat the kid will never understand that will never accept that yeah sure I know what you like. I'm living in this house. I grew up in this house. I know what makes you proud. You're never going to be proud of me. Says Hashem at the end of the day, Lamai said, now you need clothing. I'm going to make for you the most expensive clothing. Says the Rebbeinu Bachaya, Rishin, Begodim, Nechbadim, Umu'ulim. Why? Ferragamo, Gucci. Not jeans and a t-shirt. Why? Because I got to boost their self-esteem. I got to let them know that Enichanami, Things are very bad, but you're going to have a bright future. You can come back to me. You can do tshuva. You can make it back. You have to give hope when people feel hopeless. Not logic. Not more reasons that they should feel bad. So here we come and we say, okay, we're going to put a television in the room so that way they end up for sure staying home more. The TV is in invisible handcuffs. Every guy 
has all the technology, but what's the first thing he buys in his apartment? A huge TV. Why? He can watch on his phone. You don't verstehe the Indian. A, t- a phone is a phone. A TV is an andere musig. We put it in their room, and over time they end up spending more time at home instead of going out with the crackheads and the crazy people. And we give them hugs and love, and we support them. It's sad that this child needs Natsanua clothing. It's sad that a Hasidish Bacher or a Blavavich Chabad Bacher is shaving. But now I'm being mismoided with the reality. I need. I have something more important than the fact that I don't approve of you shaving. Because that never got anybody to grow a beard. Nobody ever came back because they said, you know, I was sinning, and I saw my parents don't approve of me, so I changed. If that would be true, we wouldn't do twisted parenting. We would just give them frowns and show them, excuse me, this behavior is not acceptable. But that doesn't work. So many kids have died because of that. They end up acting cuckoo and crazy because of the rejection. And they end up in boot camps in Utah. Shemi Rachim, the psych wards are full. It makes them a sugar. Those kids that are in pain over that reaction to them, that's on us. That is on us. We can fix that. And it's unbelievable how the medicine goes deep into them. It actually makes them calm. It actually takes away so much of their psychiatric illness, which is really fake. It's not real. All those borderline personality disorders, all those anxiety disorders and depression, look at them a few years later. Where are they? They're not taking meds. They don't need psych words. They don't want to kill themselves anymore. You know what makes a person want to die? They're traumatized, they're hurt, and then this rejection, rejection, rejection. And now I was hurt, and I'm stabbed with the biggest trauma of them all. Nobody understands me. Nobody wants me around. I'm a burden. I'm a burden to my family. I cause them tsar. I make my mommy cry by the Shabbos Lecht. I make my tati upset and angry all the time. I'm so bad. Are any of these kids so bad? They ever hurt anybody? They're Hitler? They killed anybody? No, they're victims. And when you embrace them, all of that changes. So now, if I want to embrace my child, so the halacha is that you have to wear tzniyastika clothing. So she's not wearing tzniyastika clothing. So if I don't buy her clothing, she feels unsupported. I lost my parents because parents have a chiv to supply clothing. And you're being misalik her parents. She's a yasoyma b'chayayav. She should say kaddish. Because everybody in the world is going shopping. But because my parents don't approve of my dressing and I can't change, cannot, they won't, let's put it that way. It's not happening. So for two years, three years, four years, I'm on my own. My parents were masalic myself. Imagine that every parent has a chiv to feed their child, and the parents say, as long as you don't behave my way, I'm not giving you food. Is that going to be makar of the child to say one day, you know what, this Yiddishkeit is beautiful, I want to re-embrace it? Never. When I was struggling, and I was dark, and I was gone, you hurt me in the name of Tyra. I'm never going to embrace that. You hurt me in the name of God. There cannot be a God, and certainly not your God. It's a chil Hashem to these kids. You're being mechal shem shemaim to their nefesh, that they hate us because look what you did. If I would be right now born to a redneck in Monticello, they would love me. I'm kind. I'm nice. I'm a good person. I've good been adam And we would all dress the same way. Now, because I didn't subscribe, I clicked unsubscribe to this religious cult. They hate me. They don't support me. Don't bring this in. Don't walk in. Can't come in. Can't come in. We're reversing all of that. That's Kirav Rechaikim. People call these kids Kravim. They're Harbe Yoyse Rechaik Mikol HaRechaikim Shabba 
is easy. They were never hurt in the name of Taira. They were never rejected by a school and told, I'm sorry, but you can't, if it's done nicely even, I'm sorry, but you can't come here. It's not matim for you, and sometimes it's done much worse. I'm not blaming the schools, it's true. But they feel rejection. They cause it themselves, it looks like, but there's a story before that of what made them act that way. But in any case, they feel hurt. Now we say, no, 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 no. The Chazanish gave Hadracha. The Lit Shavelt has to be makir that. That the names the name of the game, the rules of the game is twofold. pull them with ropes of love, and then do not reject. And what do they do? You can't walk around in the house like this. We can't accept you like this. We make rules on them, and then we don't throw him out of the house. No, he chose to leave. Okay, he chose. You let him out of the hospital. You set up a situation that causes the child to leave the house. Their whole life, they sin much longer. Sezerb Gershon Edelson Shlita, direct connection to the Chazanish. The Chazanish said on him, that he doesn't even have the shminis of a shminis of gaiva that he's supposed to have. He's such an honor, a Talmud muvak of the Chazanish. And he says, Chas v'shalem, you're the child when you don't buy them clothing. When you tell them not to smoke on Shabbos, you're the child. And the parent who does that is over lifnei iver leisitein michshel. That's the problem of lifnei iver. You're causing them to sin longer, for more years. And I'll tell you, it's not just sin. You cause them so much pain. You take a neshama, a Yiddish neshama, and you cause them so much pain. So from both the Baal Shem Tev, from the Chazanish, and from Alasvarim, we see it's only Ahava. And therefore, if what you're going to do is going to make them feel rejection, it's against the Torah. Now, comes Lamaisa, you have a question. We are Chabad, to us, shaving is very, very bad. If we're going to buy him a shaver, he's going to feel we accept you. We accept that you're not Chabad. Or that you're not holding right now by keeping a beard. Now, if you can accept not sneistika clothing, if according to so many paiskim you can buy them treif if necessary, I've gone to so many paiskim, I have so many, I mean, it's just so many. People don't understand this. So then what's the shail about a shaver? So if you're not chabad, it's not a problem, because not shaving, let's say if you're satmer, it's not a, it's not a vera to shave with a shaver. Halavai, you should get him not to shave with a razor because he has love and he has acceptance and he's using a good shaver. Halavai, that's an upgrade. How could you compare? You're going from a dairaisa to not even an a rabbanan. Chabad is a little bit different because you paskin according to your way. And therefore, it's a psak as if the Mishnah Buru says that. By us, we don't have that problem. We don't have that issue. But Chabad has a psak about shaving. So it's being over because you have to go according to your halacha. So it is an avera. But it's not a bigger Aver than Tznius. It's not a bigger Aver than all the other things that we do support in order to win the child back. So, let's understand, there's two parts of TP. And I think I'm the only person that is doing this in the whole world. That I don't do anything without a partner. It's a partnership between me and Yodas Taira. To make sure that you don't do anything that is Nisht Eiskahalten, whichever family. Every family has their own Das Taira. So, it's a partnership. Let's say you're going to open a restaurant. It has to have a great cook. It has to have a great mashkiach. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Over here also, I give the advice. Together, as a partner, you need a stamp of approval from your das tayr. So, you have to go to your das tayr, And your das tayr has to figure out. On the one hand, it's not an Avera for the rest of the world. Over here, by us, it's an Avera in the sense that we pass and we follow 
the our our way, and therefore it is for us a sin, right? It's not a big sin, but what do we do over here? In order to be makar of him, to show him I accept you, and to get him hopefully not to go to a razor, and to hopefully get him to come back as a kirov tool, out of all the kirov tools that we have, can we do this? And your Rav is going to tell you, but you have to ask anyway, of course, of course, this is, we're not talking about chinuch now. We're talking about controlling other people. That's not chinuch. It's very interesting. I so brought down that chin, that, that musr, it's such a beautiful word. Musr in Hasidus is how to treat yourself, not yenim. The musr in Hasidus and all the stuff is about how to upgrade yourself, how to get yourself to behave, but nisht yenim. Over here we're talking about yenim. He's out. He says, I unclicked, unsubscribe, I'm not Chabad. No, I can't buy you something. I don't accept that you're not Chabad. From that, I can guarantee you one thing. He'll never become Chabad. But it's not just Chabad. Because he looks at Chabad as Yiddishkeit. He's never going to be a Yid. He's never going to want to be Shemitah He's never going to want to be back in this religion. So with this Pachgarai, we lose Yom Kippur. A lot of kids are going to break Yom Kippur this year. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Every year we have TP kids who all of a sudden fast. You know how many TP kids fast at Tishabav? They're Mechal Shabbos still in Tishabav. Why? Because the parents put in a year of TP. So maybe you're going to save Yom Kippur this year. Or maybe it's already in the cards that he's so minutak, he's so nebuch separated that the next three years, four years, five, is already gone. But maybe in five years from now he'll keep Yom Kippur because you gave him five years of acceptance. Eventually they get older eventually they mature. And if we always support them, as much as your, your Pesach lets, as much as the Torah lets, don't be machmir on the Torah at the expense of your child. Be machmir in Hatzalus Nefashis. Be machmir in Hatzalus Nishamis. Be machmir that I am going to do everything that the Torah lets me fully to save this kid. I'm not going to let my embarrassment, I'm not going to let financial reasons, nothing is going to stop me. This is my tafkin Hashem gave me this child. It's not a mistake. We were all on a boat and he fell overboard. I'm not going to let anything stop me from being the one, that rope to connect to him. I'm going to connect to him with a rope of love, with cords of love. That's not a string, it's a rope, it's a cord that's not going to ever, ever, ever disappear. If you look at a rope, it's not one, it's three. And it's three ropes that are, three, three cords that are wringled around, that are combined and swirled around to make a thick rope. This is the shalshelis. You have to wringle them around with the shalshelis hakoidish, with the shalshelis of Avram Yitzchak with the golden akite. And you tell him, I'm speaking to you in the name of Hashem, in the name of the Torah, in the name of Moshe Rabbeinu, in the name of your parents, your grandparents, everybody. We love you. We accept you. We don't look down at you. We judge you favorably. And we know that. What do you think it means when it says, It means that when the therapy world tells you, your son is selfish and he has no manners and you have to teach him, you say, no, 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 no. I know this kid. I know this kid. This is my kid. I raised him myself. I put him in the best chinuch system that money can buy. He had great chinuch, and he's a sweetheart. And I know him when he was seven and eight and nine and ten and eleven. And now, if he cannot behave properly, that's because of what other people did to him. You know, everybody has bechira, but the bechira is only the nekudas habchira. You don't have bechira now to be mechal shabbos. No, you have bechira maybe to pull pull out a hair from your beard on shabbos. Maybe to be a go smoke a cigarette and drive on shabbos. You don't have bechira. You don't have a chira to eat on Yom Kippur. You don't. 
you have very minimal Bechira. A person can go 5% up, 5% down. These kids don't have Bechira to ruin their lives, to do drugs. That's not Bechira. You don't choose that. It doesn't come from the iPhone and the internet. They don't have Bechira to be Mechal Shabbos and destroy their chance of having an Erlich, a future, which is the best life. And once they get healed, they all come back. Yismach Lev, Hashem. So your job is to focus on the Yismach Lev. You make them happy to freedom being at home. doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. You ask your Rav if you have a Shiloh over here. So for Chabad, this is a Shiloh. For everybody else, it's not even a Shiloh. I'm not going to say the name of the Rav, but it's a very, very big Rav who's Metapel, one of the biggest experts in the field and a big, big Tzaddik. Not a little kid. A really top-notch Paisik. And a father asked him, Satmar family, my son shaves with a razor. Should I buy him a shaver? For us, it's going to show acceptance because we don't even use a shaver. But for him, maybe he's going to do a shaver. And this big tzaddik looked at the father and said, You're trying to make him from her. Your lack of acceptance of who he is is going to be merachikim. If anything, you should ask your paisik if you could buy a razor. Because he's using it anyway. And if he gets a razor from his tati, he's going to feel, I am accepted. And that's the medicine that he's one day not just going to need a shaver, he's going to grow a beard. Because he's going to want to be like you, because you're his hero. If anything, that should be your shaila. Your is wrong. Should I perhaps buy him a shaver so he shouldn't, uh, a shaver so he, so he shouldn't use the razor? If anything, he says, If you really understand the nakuda of what makes these kids better, to connect to them, to go dive down into the sewer, to connect to them, then your Shiloh would be different. Am I allowed to buy a razor? See, he should know, Tati and Mommy love you and accept you. Because that's the only medicine. As much as you can do according to your Paisik, as much as you can do Apitaira, that's the only medicine that will work. And you know how I know? Because when the Baal Shem Tev spoke about it, he said, there's one medicine, Lehoiv Oysam B'yoyser. He didn't say boundaries and consequences. He didn't say, not in your house and don't let him be Mechal Shabbos in your house and your house is Kedusha and Tumma doesn't go in. He, this is Narishkeit and it's coming from power, control, communism and from the Goyeshevelt. It comes from rejection. The Baal Shem Tev said, nine and the Chazanish said the same exact thing, And if you look at thousands of stories of G'daylem, they saw Avata Blik, they saw down the road, that with Kiruv, with Ahava, you can accomplish so much more than what rejection can do. Acceptance and love, support, Tmicha, is the medicine for the problem. How does it work? Why does it work? This is the medicine and the only medicine, Reb Gershon says, Zuhi Hatrufa Hayechida, the only medicine that works. Where do you see that a Godel Batayra, a Godel in this world should say, I'm not just telling you what to do, but I'm telling you no other medicine works. You know why? Because no other medicine works. Chazak V'yamatz. This is Avi Fishoff from Twisted Bounding. To be added to my broadcast, please send a WhatsApp request to 718-902-6666.